0: Hello, my gorgeous, lovely people. How are you doing today? Are you doing good? I am so excited to be here again. I swear I could make a new podcast every single day of my life. Like this is my third day in a row of doing a podcast and it's not a bother to me. I honestly, I don't know if this is like a venting session for me. Every time I talk to the phone, it's like a therapy. You know, I can get everything off any, everything I need to get off my chest. I can get off And then at the same time, I'm helping you all. So it's like literally amazing and I'm so happy to be here. Anyways, before I get started with today's episode, I thought that we should take a second to just take a minute to understand and think about what's on your mind. How are you feeling right now? Are you feeling like today's going to be a great day or is it nighttime and you feel like you had an amazing day or did you have an awful day? And I just want you to take a second to just, Clear your mind, start with a blank slate, and just think about one thing today or this week that's been a positive thing. Maybe you were able to see your friend that you haven't seen in a long time, or maybe you haven't had terrible symptoms with your autoimmune disease like you have in the past couple weeks, or maybe this week you started to eat a little bit cleaner and see if that would help your symptoms in any way, and it could be the smallest thing. Maybe you you literally just got out of bed that can be it. Like, seriously. And just be proud of yourself. I always try to think... I feel like our world is so negative. We're always like, oh my god, this bad thing happened, this bad thing happened. But we ne- never recognize, like, when we do something good for ourselves and when something positive happens in our life. And it seems like the negative always always overtakes the positive. And I want to change that. (laughs) I want to make the positive overtake the negative so that you're always seeing the good side of everything. So that's how I wanted to start off today's episode. But I think today I wanted to talk about how to be gluten-free, have celiac disease, and go out to dinner and have a social life because they don't all mix together very well. Not at all. Seriously. I've struggled with this over the past five years and I'm not an expert still but I feel like I've come a very, very long way. And I would say when I first started eating out, when I got diagnosed with celiac disease, I didn't really understand the seriousness of cross-contamination. And that's because when I first got diagnosed with celiac disease and I would eat out, my body had previously been exposed to 18 years of gluten. So when I would eat gluten, my symptoms that I was having were continuously the same. I was just like baby barfing. I really, at that point in my life, I really wasn't bloating that much. I was just burping. I was having really bad acid, acid reflux and I was baby barfing. And those are my symptoms. Now, my symptoms are much, much different because I've been on a gluten-free diet for six years. So anytime I ingest a little tiny crumb of gluten, I automatically get the chills I will get very nauseous and then I will start to sweat really bad and then I will feel like I have to um, go to the bathroom very badly and I will usually have diarrhea and then I will get very nauseous and I will start throwing up for who knows how long. It could be I could throw up one time or I could throw up I've thrown up 20 plus times for five hours in a row one time, and it was the most terrible thing I've ever experienced in my entire life, to the point where I feel like I'm either going to pass out or that I need to go to the emergency room. Luckily, I've never had to go to the emergency room from throwing up so much, but I've almost gotten to that point before, and it's it's very scary feeling. So now I am very particular about where I choose to eat out, and I gotta say, I don't really go to many restaurants that aren't 100% gluten-free. And that narrows me down to not going out to eat a lot. But let's back up a little bit. When I first got diagnosed with celiac disease, I just thought, oh, it says gluten-free next to it. That means that it's 100% gluten-free. But that's when it comes with the issue of gluten-free eating being a fad. That people think, oh, if I eat gluten-free, I'm going to be healthier. And many restaurants consider eating gluten-free as that fad lifestyle they don't they don't have gluten-free on their menu because they care about celiac unless the owner of the restaurant is celiac or it's 100 percent dedicated gluten-free restaurant usually you know someone will have celiac or maybe they're just really following the fad and it's 100 percent vegan and gluten-free like so many restaurants nowadays but just because it says gluten-free doesn't really mean that they know what celiac disease is and they know what cross-contamination is I actually have worked at a 100% gluten-free restaurant and found products in our store that had been cross-contaminated on production lines with gluten, and I kept getting sick. And I was like, why am I getting sick when everything's gluten-free? And it's because they don't know what celiac disease is. They don't know that just because it says gluten-free doesn't mean that it can be processed on the same machinery as wheat. So you have to be so careful when you're choosing where to eat out. So what is my first step to do when I choose a restaurant or yeah, we'll start there. So the first thing I do is there's the Find Me Gluten Free app and I use this everywhere and especially in my hometown. Basically, you put in your location and it allows you to choose if you just want a gluten free menu or an option or if you need dedicated gluten-free celiac facility and for myself because I am so sensitive to gluten contamination I put always put celiac in there because um I really can't risk the chance of getting gluten based on what you filter it it will provide you with a list of restaurants that are certified gluten-free and once it runs out of the options that are certified gluten-free it'll list um restaurants that just provide gluten-free options If it says that it has a gluten-free menu, I always give the restaurant a call and make sure that they understand what celiac disease is. If I call them up and I'm like, hi, I have celiac disease, I'm wondering how you handled this in your um, restaurant, are you careful about cross-contamination, and if they are like, oh, um, what's celiac disease, I'm like immediately like, nope, not going there because they obviously don't know what it is. Their staff is not educated on it, and there's high risk of cross-contamination. If a restaurant is 100% dedicated gluten-free, um, again, you can always call them and be like, hi, I just want to make sure you understand what celiac disease is. I Even though it says 100% gluten-free, I literally always tell them that I have celiac disease just to make sure. But usually, I never really get sick at those restaurants. If there is contamination, it's going to be very minor on like um, cross-contamination with, like say a walnut on like processed machinery something like that. It's not going to be like you got a gluten item on the gluten free one hundred percent gluten free restaurant. Like that's usually wouldn't happen. But um, and then it comes to restaurants. Like maybe you're in the middle of nowhere and there are restaurants that don't have a gluten free menu and they don't have any gluten free options. That's when you have to really build a connection with your server and really see if the staff knows what celiac disease and cross-contamination is. So if I'm going to a restaurant that doesn't have any gluten-free options, the first thing I'm going to say is, hi, I have celiac disease and I'm wondering if anything on the menu can be gluten-free. If they look at you and they're like, again, I don't know what celiac disease is, um, then I'll probably just write them off and be like, okay, thank you, I'm not going to get anything. Um, If they say, oh, we have certain items on the menu that we can prepare gluten-free, be like, okay, that's great. Are you guys cautious about cross-contamination? And if they say yes, I always say, okay, awesome. I just want you to make sure that you tell the chef to change their gloves, use new pans, and wipe down any area that they are going to be cutting on to make sure that there's no cross-contamination. Once that is said... You have to keep explaining yourself because you want to make sure you get the message across. Even though I say I have celiac disease, I usually say I also have a gluten allergy and I don't actually have a gluten allergy. I've been tested to see if I'm allergic to wheat and I'm not, which confuses me, but at the same time makes sense Um, because celiac disease isn't a gluten allergy. But when they hear the word allergy, they tend to just take it 10 times more seriously because most servers know what a gluten allergy is versus celiac disease. Like when I got first diagnosed with celiac disease, I didn't know what it was. So I'm not expecting some random server that I've never met before to know what it is because maybe they don't know anyone with it. Um, And sometimes I take it a step further and I'm like, hi, I have celiac disease, I also have a gluten allergy, and if I'm exposed to any gluten, then I will have an anaphylaxic reaction. And some people would say, this is extreme to say, but I actually had a doctor tell me to say this because when they hear anaphylaxic, they're like, oh shit, this person's gonna die. So then they'll take it seriously. If you don't wanna take it that far, I always say my actual symptoms, I'm like, I will leave your restaurant vomiting for like five hours, so can you please, please, please make sure you tell the back staff that I have a severe, severe allergy. And usually once I say all those 15 items, they finally like get the hint and they're like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes guys, you even get free items out of it because they feel so bad for you. So, so don't feel bad to express yourself. If you get a server that is like pissed off at your gluten contamination, then mm, this makes me mad. I have a story. Okay. Let me talk about it. So I went to a restaurant and I had previously called them and I was like, hi, I just want to make sure you guys have gluten-free options. And they're like, yeah, we're totally understanding of what celiac disease is. And blah, blah, blah. And at this point, I was also eating low FODMAP. So I couldn't have any garlic. I couldn't have any onion. I could only have specific vegetables. And I basically went to her and I was like, hi, I can basically have a fish. Like I, I want the salmon with green beans and no rice. And that's like it. And just a little lemon sauce on it. And she was like, okay, um, are you allergic to garlic or onion? And I was like, no, I'm not allergic to it. I just can't have it. And she's like, okay, well, honestly, if you have so many things that you can't eat, you probably just shouldn't eat out. And I was like, (laughs) I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, my God. And the awkward thing is I literally got it on recording because I was taking a TikTok because I wanted to show you guys how I order out eating gluten-free. And I totally forgot that I have that in my camera roll. So I'm going to have to post that TikTok. But I was literally like, are you kidding? She's like, yeah, my um, my aunt also has a, a, a spreadsheet that she brings to restaurants. And I just tell her that she shouldn't eat out dinner anymore. And I'm like, girl, I, also, I already don't have a social life because of this disease. Like, I want to eat out. I want to have a life. And it made me feel very uncomfortable. And I was like questioning if she would actually take my seriously good thing she did but um our dinner ended up coming like two hours later and it was like the worst restaurant experience I've ever had in my entire life so if they're gonna be an asshole like that excuse my language most of the times I probably just get up and leave because <laughs> like that's one makes me nervous that they're not gonna take my disease seriously and two it's just rude like I work in the restaurant business. I know what it's like to work with people who have allergies. Like, I work at a 100% gluten-free restaurant and and a dairy-free place. And I get people all the times with, like, not allergies and stuff. And I take it so seriously. Like, there's no reason why you can't accommodate someone when they're paying for the experience, you know? You're paying them money to give you the experience that you want. So make sure that you, you know, talk up and get everything that you want out of your meal. Because they should be able to do it for you. So let's say that, again, you go to a restaurant that does not have any gluten-free items on the menu, but they say they understand what celiac disease is and that they will take cross-contamination into account. Then what I always order is I get a protein, usually like fish or chicken. Um, I always tell them, though, that they need to clean the grill down because a lot of um, restaurants will cook uh, bread or like hamburger buns on their grill. So if they say like, oh, we do cook um, bread on our grill, I'll say, can you use a separate pan to cook my meat and my vegetables in? And usually they don't have an issue with that. So first I'll order a protein. I literally build my own meal. I'll say, can I have the fish with a sauteed vegetable and rice or potatoes? Because all of that's gluten-free and so difficult for it to be cross-contaminated. The, the, ch- the chances that, like, spices, unless it's, like, a taco seasoning, are going to have gluten in them is very unlikely. Um, if, if you can eat garlic and onion, that's usually what they'll put on the vegetables or the potatoes. And, you know, there's just highly unlikely that it's going to be cross-contaminated. And I always find that a safe meal. I usually get, like, salmon with roasted potatoes and green beans. That's literally, like, always what I get. My second option is a salad because, let's be real, gluten-free bitches, we love our salads. They're like the safest options that we have, besides the salad dressing. (laughs) So, when I go out to eat and I get a salad, the couple things that I look out for are nuts on salads. Nuts are highly processed, and a lot of nuts, like walnuts, are, um, when they're in the factory, they put flour on them to to prevent them from sticking together. Because of that, if there's walnuts on a salad and it's not a dedicated gluten-free facility, I will automatically ask them to take the walnuts off. Like, don't put them on the salad at all because I don't even want to risk the cross-contamination factor. When it comes to the salad dressing, if it's, again, not a gluten-free dedicated facility or they don't have gluten-free items on the menu, I don't risk the chance that the salad dressing is going to be gluten-free Unless they can provide me with like a bottle that I can check because it's just iffy. So I will always ask for olive oil and balsamic dressing and salt and pepper. And that's what I will put on my salad. Or I'll ask them to toss the, toss the salad in that for me. And then I usually get a grilled chicken on top or some type of protein. And if they have quinoa, I usually throw that in as well. So it's all about being confident and building your own meals to what you like. And don't be don't be embarrassed about having, you know like expectations when you go out to eat again you're paying for this experience you're allowed to modify your food options like anywhere I've gone no one has had an issue expe- except for that one person and I've been eating gluten-free for six years and I've even done this in other countries and it hasn't been an issue now, say you are at a place that has a gluten free menu and they have fried food on the menu, and you're like, oh, heck yeah, sister, I am going to get some chicken tenders and french fries because let's be real, that was my go to before I had celiac disease. Like, that's some good drunk food right there. <laughs> but no, you have to be very careful because a lot of places say that they have gluten free fried food because technically, yeah. The product, like chicken, is gluten-free, and it might have ch- gluten-free breadcrumbs on it, but the fryer might not be gluten-free. And what I mean, mean by that is that some restaurants share their fryers, meaning they put gluten and gluten-free items in the fryer. And when you put gluten and gluten-free together, that that's cross-contamination. So unless they state that they had a, have a dedicated gluten-free fryer, then you cannot get the fried food. And a lot of menus, gluten-free menus, will have fried food on it. And I'm always like, is it dedicated fryer?" And they're like, no. And I'm like, then why does it say gluten-free? Like, that's... And again, this is the gluten-free fad that's coming into effect. People want to people see gluten-free on the menu because they think it's healthier. And, and it causes a lot of issues for people who have celiac disease. And I could go into a whole rant on that. Because this is why our groceries are so expensive. But I won't. <laughs> so, let's say that you like fast food... Where are you going to eat out? Um, Personally, I really don't eat a lot of fast food, but there is one place that I used to go all the time and I never got sick. And if you want to take any de- guesses, you can take them now. I wish I could hear you guess, but I can't. And that place is Chipotle. They are very good with cross-contamination. Let me tell you about an experience I had there. And I was very, like, impressed. And I felt really cool. (laughs) So I was in Boston with... I went to my old, old, old college. (laughs) I went to Boston. And we were at a Chipotle. And I was like, hi, I have a gluten allergy. Because that's what I usually say. If I don't say I have celiac disease. In case they don't know what that is. And he was like gluten allergy and like everybody stopped there's like everyone stopped everyone closed the containers in the front wiped everything down and I was like what is happening and they did this for like 10 minutes and the people in line were like getting frustrated because they were just like hella cleaning and I was like what are they doing and he's like oh we have a whole protocol here so like if you have an allergy we have to close everything and then get you new stuff from the back and it was amazing so yes They got me all fresh items for them back because when it comes to eating out, a lot of those cafeteria style, like, very quickly putting stuff on your plate and sliding it down an assembly line, gluten can fall into those different, you know, um, like, buckets that they have the stuff in. Also, at Chipotle, like, if they use a spoon to put something on a tortilla that has gluten on it and then they put it back in that same, um, why am I saying bucket? What is the name for this? Like container that's the word if they put the spoon back in that same container and then use that spoon to put something on your like rice bowl or something then you're gonna get cross-contaminated and the one that i was at really understood the case and i was very impressed not all chipotles i've been to do that but that one was like really cool i was like i like it here i want to stay forever But, um, so Chipotle, I've never gotten sick at, I always got a rice bowl there, I've never gotten, like, I don't think they do gluten-free burritos, but I could be wrong, I haven't been there in, like, two years, but that's, like, an issue, I should probably go back, because it's so yummy. Anyways, um, another place that I would go all the time in Boston was Sweet Green, and I had a lot of success in Boston with Sweet Green. Sweet Green. Again, they would get me um, fresh ingredients from the back. So I would tell them, hi, I have a gluten allergy. Would you mind getting fresh ingredients from the back so I can prevent the likelihood of cross-contamination? And they would be like, yeah, that's so, yeah, no worries. We will totally do that for you. Until I went to New York City. And I'm sorry, but New Yorkers are mean, and I'm a New Yorker, but I'm from upstate, but downstate New Yorkers, they're mean. They don't, they don't like you if you have any sort of, like, medical issues. And I went to a sweet green in New York City and I was like, hi, I have a gluten allergy and I'm wondering if you can get fresh ingredients from the back. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, like I might get sick if... There's gluten and anything and, you know, I just don't want to get cross-contaminated because I'll, like, vomit for a really long time. And she was like, yeah, no, that's going to, like, ruin our whole system and, like, we just don't have the time to do that. And I'm like, oh, there's, like, nobody here. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I'm just not, we're not doing that for you. And I was like, okay then I'm not going to get anything. I'm sorry. And she's like, why aren't you getting anything? And I'm like, because I'm going to get really sick if there's any cross-contamination here. And she, like, just wasn't understanding. So I feel like for Sweet Green, like, you really got to, like, choose your location and see how they're willing to accommodate you. Some people might. Some other locations may not. So that's kind of a hit or miss. I personally have never gotten the french fries at Five Guys, but I've heard that they're, like very good about cross-contamination and that they will because they don't put anything in their fryer but the french fries so i've heard that those are a safe place to go to get french fries someone also told me mcdonald's you know since they only put their french fries in their fryer are safe but i there's no chance in hell that i'm trusting mcdonald's to give me gluten-free french fries i feel like someone would like like put a salt shaker of gluten into my fries like as a joke for some reason no hate to mcdonald's i just like don't really trust that (laughs) but you if you want to try that you are very much welcome to do so now if you like to eat like fast food a lot and you need some more options oh another one that's really good it's core life eatery they're really good with gluten allergies. Um, I've never personally eaten there myself, but I know so many people who have celiac that eat there, and they have had great experiences. I think most of the stuff on the menu is gluten-free, so there's not a lot of risk for cross-contamination. So that's another one. Other than that, I really don't eat out like for fast food that much just because I'm worried about cross-contamination. But there's all there's so many articles online that like go through different restaurants that are great for cross-contamination like that avoid cross-contamination when it comes to fast food. So I would definitely look that up on Google if you need more options. I could probably talk about this topic for literally hours, but I am going to cut it there for today. I think I'm definitely going to do a part two discussing, you know, different foods and different cuisine that I feel most safe eating at. But for today, I'm going to leave it at that. And to close out today's episode, I wanted to read a quote that I found this week that kind of spoke to me and I think can speak to a lot of people and it's about, um, How your autoimmune disease brings you a lot of strength. So the quote is, you never know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice. And I feel like that really resonated with me is because you're not given a diagnosis. You don't have a choice to get an autoimmune disease. You don't have a choice to have celiac disease. And you're given the decision and the choice to either be strong and fight against that disease or fall into the weak habits and give in to your autoimmune disease and let it kind of take over your life. And through the process of trying to fight back through my autoimmune disease, I just realized how strong I am as a person and how strong my diagnosis has made me as a person. And I know how strong it's made you as a person, and I'm sure you can testify to that yourself. So I thought that was really interesting, and I feel like it really spoke to me, and I feel like it will really speak to you as well. So I want to end on that note, and I hope you guys have an amazing night, morning, day, afternoon. If you're not following me already, if you want more daily videos, you can follow me at TikTok at Eat Gluten Free with Me. Um, also, thank you guys so much for 6k on TikTok. I literally cannot even believe that I have a gluten free community of 6,000 plus friends. It literally blows my mind, and I am continually grateful for the opportunity to be able to help you and guide you along through your autoimmune disease journey. So thank you for that. And also I have an Instagram at eat.glutenfree with me where I also post my stories are very active. If you want a little more of my personality, then definitely IG is the place for you. And if you could leave a review on my podcast, that would mean the world to me. I'd love to get your feedback. Um, And if you find this podcast helpful or different video ideas that you're looking for so I can help you in any way, shape or form. Okay, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.